The Little Dum Dum Club is sponsored by Punchline. Go to punchline.com.au for all you comedy DVD needs. Uh, plenty of DVDs by awesome comedians and friends of the show like Fiona Lachlan, Greg Fleet, Harley Breen, and people that are almost friends of the show like Zach Galifianakis. And if you are in Melbourne until April the 22nd, you can still catch my show Pipsqueak at the Victoria Hotel as, as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Head to comedyfestival.com.au. I'm also coming to the Sydney Comedy Festival from May 4 till 6. Head to sydneycomedyfest.com.au for tickets to that. Hopefully I'll see you there. See you, mates. Hey, mates. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Um, we are recording this the morning after our last live recording as part of the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, thanks to everyone who came down. And saw those shows. Last night was uh, really fun. We had Xavier Michaelides, Dave O'Neill and Andrew O'Keefe. And uh, Blair from Neighbours was heckling us <laughs> from the crowd during the show. Yeah, I don't know what order we're going to play all these things in. But um, yeah. yeah, you may have already heard this by now. But that was, uh, that was good. Just uh, <laughs> Blair just uh, came in from the after party, the Logies, and decided to get in on the show. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Here's something I didn't tell. I was going to mention this on stage. Uh, as I was walking downstairs after the audience had gone in, one of the front of house guys out the front of the town hall goes... Dum Dum, little Dum Dum, man, your audience really lives up to that name, and you can tell them I said that. I was like, "What have they been doing? What's what's so what's bad about the people coming to see our show?" And what what happened? Did you ask him? No, I didn't say anything more. I just was a bit stressed out already, so I just went, oh, "Okay, yeah, good one." Oh. It was like really having a dig. I want to ask him. Is he there all the time? Yeah, yeah, he's that guy that's always out the front. Oh, oh the old bloke? No, not the old bloke. Oh, just the... one of the. Uh, ushers from the comedy festival. Right, okay. Um, here's the other thing, though. Uh, our techie gave us a recording of the show last night, and I put it in my computer this morning just to have a quick listen back to it. And you know that Grace Note thing that, like, looks on some database to find, like, the names of tracks on a CD? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's not. It's just based on, like, how long the track is and how many tracks there are. Yeah. Um, it's searched for, because it's just one long track of our show from last night that goes for over an hour. It's searched on the database, and it thought the recording of our show was a CD by the Cecil Taylor Orchestra doing a one-hour and three-minute song called Trees. <laughs> so I've updated it. I've put our show on that database. So now when someone goes and buys the Cecil Taylor Orchestra Trees EP, it's going to come up with Live Little Dum Dum Club with uh, Andrew O'Keefe. Wow, that's going to be quite often too. Yeah, yeah, Trees is in the top ten on iTunes at the moment. So. Yeah, so we're punking the Cecil T- Taylor Orchestra fans. <laughs> Today on the show, very special guest, someone we've wanted to have in here for a very long time. We're wrapped to finally have him. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Sam Simmons. Yay! Oh, hey, I know that asshole Usher you were just talking oh, really? about as well. I, I think I know the guy. He's got dark hair, short dark hair. He's uh, got real attitude. He's in Adelaide as well. Right. There's a lot of Usher He's attitude touring this week. Usher. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's what really? they do. They tour to all the different festivals. But they've got a lot of like Usher, ad- like, they've got attitude, like mm. massive attitude. Yeah. Well, I had like these two guys kind of, like, stop me on the steps on the way up to the town hall and like kind of give me a bit of attitude on the way, like, oh, you're in our way kind of thing. It's like, no, hang on. I am the fucking festival. <laughs> like, seriously, what are you doing? <laughs> well, they're real. They're little bullies, and I'm going to give them shit at the end as well. <laughs> and they always uh, – I, I had that one guy that I think is the guy you're talking about, Tommy. Mm. Um, he helped uh, usher people into my show, and I've got a, a thing about not putting old people in the front row. Yeah. Just because I, I well, you don't I, want to look I, at them. I don't want to look at them. I yeah. don't because they're always like, "Oh, what's he doing? This is weird." <laughs> 
So uh, anyway, and he sat, he sat, and he was told this. He must have sat six old people in the front row, and I went, I went kind of nuts at him, and it wasn't like you know too diva-ish. I wasn't Beyonce like, but I kind of, um, I did crack the shits with him. But anyway, fuck him. I know they help us, but come on, <laughs> drop your attitude, mate. That's, that is a weird thing to, to say that to me right before the show's starting, like have a crack at our audience. And like, mm. like I'm guessing he's meaning like your audience are dumb, mm. but I don't know how they- Or just, little. Well, yeah, mm. what a, a lot of dwarves in last night. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you display dumbness as an audience just in lining up. Yeah, like, how I do you- know Yeah, were they, they were facing doing. the wrong way? Yeah, just <laughs> trying to eat a meat pie and just smashing it onto their head. Yeah. No. We're here to see the podcast. And yeah. how are they any dumber than any of the other comedy that you would see in town hall? You oh, know there, what I mean? there's certain crowds. <laughs> there <laughs> are certain. Cr- what are your crowds like? Oh, look, mine. Uh, mine kind of like sway between like your whimsical hipster kind of, you know, very finger on the pulse. Oh, this will be edgy. Mm. With like a really older arts fraternity crowd, and then <laughs> a whole lot of like really bogany triple J dudes. Oh, really? Like Geelong boys and right. uh, guys from down at Torquay. Like real, real hardcore guys as well. That would have been the guys that would have beaten me up about you yeah. know, five years ago. Right. And then they just they come up to me and they're like, "Oh, mate, you're fucking weird. You're so I random, mate. Yeah, you're random, mate." Do you uh, put so a bit of hilltop pretty... hoods in your front of house music? Just nah, none of that, none of that. But they're, um, yeah, I get a, I've got a really weird mix of crowd because it is the older artsy people as well, which yeah. is really, really strange. I like they're, they're good and teenage girls. Yeah, <laughs> like Josh Thomasy, like teenage girls. <laughs> Because he's not doing a show this year and you're the next best thing. Um, <laughs> what about, yeah, so you're with Triple J, you're on Triple J. Now, because of what you do, mm. you must you must have, you know, you've got very, very positive, very uh, great feedback and very people that are really, really into you, but it must, it obviously polarises people as well. Oh, look, it did, it used to, not so much anymore, yeah. but there's, I mean, there's still a lot of hate. A lot of people get pretty angry at me. I mean... I can understand if you're if you're a stand-up purist and you're really good at what you do, you just stand there with a microphone in your mouth hole and you say stuff <laughs> and it comes out and it's funny. That I'm I'm scared of that. That's that's amazing. But I also like to muck around with stuff and I've got weird weird soundtracks and props and all sorts of shit. There's nothing wrong with me doing that as well. But um, I think the only people I really polarise are other comics. Really? That's what I feel. That's what really? I feel. There's a lot of support, but there's also a lot of oh yeah, whatever. Take away your music and your seagulls. What have you got, mate? <laughs> <laughs> what have you really got? But uh, like generally with the audience, it's not it's it's not so much. I mean, I, w- I, s- I will still go to still go to uh, club rooms, and there'll be deathly silence at some things. But I'm getting better and better at what I do, so that's becoming less and less. Do you really feel like that with other comics? I don't. I don't oh, there's a lot of that. There really? is a lot of that. Yeah, yeah I've absolutely. never felt that at all. No, no, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. From who? From people. I'm who, not going to name names. No, from like. I'm straight, not going to name from straight stand The nomination list. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. No, no, just in general. Also, a lot of club comics, all that type of stuff, and I can understand it because I've had a I've had a great rise and I've done really well and I'm really proud. Like you know, I've uh, you know I do Triple J. It's pretty much the only thing I do, but I do really I do 18 minutes of radio a week. That's all I do with them. Um, I have no tally profile. I don't get out there. I know I've done the galas and all that type of stuff. But it's word of mouth, and that's the important thing. The reason why I sell out a big room at the festival is just that people come out year after year, and they must talk to other people. So, yeah. mm. And I think some comics can go, what is going on there? Because it can't be a saturation. I mean, I know that I'm with a great management group as well, but they can't make you buy a ticket. Yeah. They can't force you. Well, because your shows are an experience. You know, going and seeing someone, you know, just talk for an hour can be funny, flat out funny for an hour, but your thing is like there's so much going on. Yeah, but it's like a new... You- 
But it's not, it's not like a new Kitson show. It's not groundbreaking. I mean, I'm running out of ideas. <laughs> I did this year. I ran out. Just <laughs> got to a point where I was just like, nah, what am I doing? Where I just wedged in a bit where I'm eating biscuits really, really fast. <laughs> and then Sandy goes, what are you doing? Where's your dignity, mate? Where's your dignity? Which is what... So after this Melbourne run, I'm going to go off and just sit in a corner and just like, you know, finesse it for, for Edinburgh. So I feel think proud about, of what you, I'm Think doing about here. what you really want to eat next year. You were so... Well, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what the hell? What am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? I'm just standing there going, oh, what do I do last year? I smashed tacos on my, on my chest. Oh, I better eat some biscuits really, really fast. Well, enough is enough. So I, I need to sit down and really, really think. I mean, like, Kitson must be running out of heartbreak. <laughs> you mean? What? You were so hard up for ideas this year that you had to get me in to do voiceover in your show for you. Oh, oh that's bullshit. That really, my girlfriend got really upset at that. She doesn't even know me. Yeah, no, but she was also not be, not very impressed at being, uh, you know, thought thought of as a like young, young little boy. fella. I want to meet her, like, because we've like, I'm not impressed with being thought of as a as a as a lady. She doesn't sound that. You guys don't sound anything alike. <laughs> I don't really? think so. Anyway, if anyone knows, people don't. We've got no idea what we're talking about, but or do they? We, we've talked about it on the show a bit about oh. people seeing the show and thinking that, that and it's your some, voice and someone met your girlfriend the other day and then yeah, said to me, she she does sound oh, she a bit does like not. you. Damn it. <laughs> Makes she me think she's a really hormonal woman with <laughs> extra hair or something. But we talk about this all the time. I just can't hear it with Daslo's voice. It's like everyone, every like literally people listen to this show on iTunes mm. and don't know what we look like yeah. and have literally written in and gone, I thought it was like a brother and sister act or whatever. <laughs> a brother and sister well, act. Yeah. Those great wow, brother and sister like that. podcasts. That's a, that's a great, that's a good comedy idea. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, the funny thing is now, because I've been losing my voice and we're, you know, to, for the listeners, we're, we're doing a bunch of these in a row over yep. one week. Mm. But as we put them up on iTunes, it's just going to sound to people like I've just been ill for like two months. Yeah. Like I'm just on death's door. Getting like, the iron lung already. He's like fucked. you're getting uh, hormone implants or something to become a real boy. Because <laughs> you're getting a real boy. Hu- yeah. You're getting huskier and huskier. It's good. Yeah. No, I like it. I've said this you're before. You're like comedy's Huck Finn. <laughs> <laughs> comedy's Huckleberry Finn. Look at you. So what, what, uh, what after... I, I like the idea of like if you ran out of ideas and you just did go straight stand up, and you called the show oh. taking away the music and the seagulls. Yeah, no, see, that's a, yeah, that's annoying, isn't it? That's a real like behind the uh, what's like what's going on behind the mask. Hey, just speaking of like people who do weird shit, uh, Doctor Brown like his sensation. I've been championing uh, Doctor Brown for yep. for years. He's a, have you ever yeah. seen Doctor Brown, Carl? I haven't. I I oh, always mate, love it. And yeah, I, I know. I know, I know. going to get on it now because he's yeah. been nominated for the Barry. The guy's extraordinary. But I'm going to tell you something. This is going to break. It's going to break every comedian's heart. <laughs> he didn't even he didn't write his show in any way. Okay, and I know this for a fact. He got to Adelaide, and because we're, we're close mates, and he's been busy working on something in the UK for telly. And he, said, he was really said, his name's Phil Burgers, and Phil's gone, look, I'm really, really scared about doing Adelaide because I've, I've literally not written anything. I've got nothing. Um, so he's literally gone on stage in Adelaide and just made the show up. The show still, there's nothing that happens in the show, which is brilliant and the genius behind it. But this has been his most successful show. Not one word has been written. Nothing is really repeated. There's a couple of awkward moments and that's it. How does it make you feel? Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. Um, is it is it the same show every night though, or is he making it up every night? He's kind of making it up every night, but there's a, there is a form to it now, but not really. The guy's a little genius mime punk shithead guy yeah. like it's just it's just random stuff that comes out of his brain which I get accused of all the time I, I was, was going, put oh, off you're random I was like no I write it yeah I was put off by him for a long time because 
of his flying yeah. technique. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> Did you see when he rode the BMX into the wall? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've seen. He'd ride a BMX full pelt into a wall, come off and go, oh, God. <laughs> and then people would rush him and then he'd start flying. Yeah. <laughs> I actually just think that Phil Burgers is a way funnier than, than Dr. Brown. Yeah. I reckon he should be using <laughs> yeah, that yeah. as his stage name. <laughs> what about you just saying, you know, he hasn't written a single word of his show and he's been nominated for an award. Just watch every stand-up next year, try, get on the Dr. Brown train and not write anything and get up opening night and go, yeah, yeah I was nah, in the shops. No, 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 no. The thing is, he's a mime. Yeah, he's right. a mime. It's not going to work. Guys, don't do it. Hey, set list is scary, isn't it? Speaking of <laughs> just things coming out of your Are face. Are you just reading through the comedy festival? <laughs> no, no, I'm just thinking about Oh, no, there's, there's a narrative loop to all this, but because that's basically, you know, the format of set list. Yeah, you? to give the audience some context, uh, set list is a show that's on during the comedy festival. It's travelled around the world and uh, comedians get up. They don't do their gear. They get given a list of topics as they step out on the stage. But not topics like sandwiches or airline food. It's like, yeah. um, you know, charcoal rape. Yeah, yeah. well, my whatever. first one was What's Up With Jews <laughs> the other really? night. And then there was, a, there was a racial thread throughout the whole thing. Whereas the person before me had things that were for me, like dog goggles, you yeah. know, <laughs> frog spawn. It's like, I can work you with five, that. You had five minutes on both of them already. Yeah, yeah. completely. That was, uh, it, it's just brilliant. But um, yeah. I, how did you go? I did pretty good because it's not how you, um, it's not how slick you are. It's how you fall. Right. Do you know what I mean? What like, does that mean? Well, if you if you really like Dave Bluestein's very good at it. He's um but he's very slick. It's like he's got punchlines already ready. But it's a little bit like uh, I'm just listening to stand up. Yeah. But if you're watching someone fumble and flail, yeah. And if they're flailing well, it's really funny because there's yeah. nothing. What is it? Shorter frozen? Shorter frozen? Shorten shorten froud? Shorten shorten fried? Shorten shorten shinin shin what? Shin shinless list. Shin shinless list. What's up with Jews? What's up? Um. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's looking at stuff and uh, taking great joy out of watching pain. Randy the Puppet did awesome, but then at the same time, you couldn't see the fear that was probably on Heath McCormick's yeah. face. <laughs> I don't know if you're just watching a pu- puppet yeah, slickly yeah, do you stuff. You can't see a puppet sweat. No. So. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just genius. It's just so much fun. It's like a comedy baptism. Well, it's like that, you know, you watch Whose Line Is It Anyway or whatever, and you there's a different emotion going through you watching it because you, you, you know that you're sweating you're for them. You know, yeah, you know that they're making it up so your expectations are lowered whereas if you watched Whose Line Is It Anyway and knew that it was like a scripted show, you'd go, oh, that's a bit average. Mm. That's not But at the same time, you're watching that show on telly so you know that it, no one's going to bomb on the show on the telly. Like it's not going to have made the air. Yeah, yeah but do you do th- watch bombing happening. I mean, I, I got booed at a, at a point. Where? In the show, in the set list show. Really? Yeah. Well, I got, I got re- my defence mechanism for Judaism was not great. <laughs> it was really was not this great. Just I just gave Bluestein booing at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and Provenza as well. But um, no, it was. Look, it's just, it's extraordinary fun. Oh, poor little Tommy. Yeah, he's I hope little, he lives. Little sick. <laughs> and then I died. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert for his show. Well, what about this, uh, Carl? You went and saw uh, Mr. Simmons's show. The other night, yes. and you ended up as part of it. Yeah, we talked. We've talked about that. We've talked about this, but not yeah. with Sam. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it now, was, uh... are you right? Because Carl bit you on the neck, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he had a little nibble. I did. <laughs> well, I thought, what what would Sam want me to do? Well, so... there's, but there's another thing as well. Like, what a it's a sign of a man who stopped trying or didn't have enough time to finish writing a show, <laughs> Phil Berger style. <laughs> I'm just like, gee, I wonder what I could do now. That's right, molest a man. <laughs> 
I'm just sorry. Let's put, mo- put the molestation bit in the middle. I just yeah. feel I feel a bit guilty because if I'd have bit you harder, maybe you would have got the Barry Nom. I don't know. I feel yeah. I feel guilty. I should have done more. Maybe it's really it's been really fun though. The, the evolution of a show in a festival is great, especially in Melbourne's been because it's it's a real step up. Adelaide, you know, it's it's Adelaide. It's great, but you know, you're doing your show there, and you can pretty much. You know, it doesn't have to be. It sounds pretty rude, but anyway, it just doesn't have to be. And then you go to Brisbane, you step up a little bit. This is the run that I do. And then I come to Melbourne. It's a completely different game. It's where everything's exposed. You're like, oh, that's a bit cheap. That's yeah. Oh, what am I doing there? But it makes you work harder. So during this run, I've mentally taken notes about all the things that I need to change for Edinburgh to actually lift it up to another level. Is not which get is bit on the neck by Carl one of those notes? Well, you're that type of start. Yeah, that, you're not, you're well, not going to yeah. fly him over with you. No, no. <laughs> well, I feel I feel bad because we've got uh, it shows how many people have seen our shows and how many people have seen your shows. I've got better reviews for that point of where I bitch on the neck than uh, our shows. I've heard many more people come up to me and go, "Yeah, I like that bit." Ah, uh, that's that's very nice. That's but it's a great show. It's a uh, it's very it's it's always you're the only person I go and see every year. Thanks, man. And I see you usually twice. It's you year. and it's you and Eddie Perfect's dad. Oh, really? Eddie Perfect's dad never sees anything, but he always comes to my shows. Oh, right. I, I love it. And then I'm like, oh, Mr. Perfect. Like, <laughs> and I've also got a massive group of, um, of lesbians from Dalesford that hire a minivan. <laughs> I'm not joking. That all come down, and I think they all go off for dinner somewhere, but it was, it was last night when they were all in. There's about 30 of them. And like I walk on stage, and I just a little wink, like, hello, ladies. <laughs> Good to see you again. And they've been coming for like five years. So they so, get in touch in advance and let you know that they're coming? No, they've just come. No, they don't get in contact at all. Right. They just, they're just there. Right. One, so you rec- do you ever talk to them after yeah, the show? Yeah, absolutely. Right. It was in the second year. I didn't this year because we had to go off to another thing, but... And hello, ladies, if you're listening. But um, yeah, they're, they're, it's just—it's such a nice feeling. And Have you ever thought about just taking the show to Dalesford? Maybe to I'd love the to do something there? like that. Yeah, that'd I'd, be great. Regional would be great fun. Yeah. Have you done your stuff regionally? No, just on the did a bit of roadshow and that's yeah, about yeah. it. But no, not really. Roadshow is no. like uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival that goes uh, nationwide. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's a weird. It's always been a weird concept to me, uh, uh, the roadshow, because they take a lot of people who you would think maybe would be more. Uh, uh, you know, Melbourne-centric comics and whatever, like yeah. to bring, uh, you know, like you said, you and your you and your seagulls and your nachos to um, <laughs> to West Wylong. Well, yeah, how you... does that is that usually a like? Do they get on board? Yeah. Um, look, regional Victoria is pretty difficult. That's the only place around on the road show that's a bit. I don't know, something a bit depressed about regional Victoria, I hate to say it, but mm. yeah, there's just something a bit broken. I don't know whether it's uh, still a hangover from the bushfires and stuff like that. But... Well, I come from regional Victoria. I come from like central Victoria. Hard people, man. You guys are really hard. Well, I I would be petrified to to go and do like even my stuff there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it I, is think, like that. I think they would just come there to, to not have a good time maybe. You go to Queensland, they're up for it. You go to Western Australia, just bang up. Like you and I did a road show together a few years ago in um, Northern Territory. Mm. Yeah, we went to Alice Springs in Darwin. It was great fun. They you love were, it. They love you, were, it. You, were, you found a shopping trolley backstage one night. And then mm. you rode it out with a mop. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> Gondola <laughs> style. I was singing yeah. opera. And then you stopped and went up to the mic and went, shopera. No, mopra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's, it's, all, it's always good fun. They'd never go for that in Bendigo. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just something, yeah, something a little bit. There's just some ghosts or something really? in regional Victoria. I don't know. I, I don't feel easy. Yeah. Uh, I think Bendigo's all right. I've been to Bendigo. Bendigo's the Grace right. Kelly exhibition on there at the moment. My Don't mum, my mum came down on Friday night to watch the show. Oh yeah, she didn't even. She doesn't even focus throughout the whole show. Doesn't like it. She doesn't <laughs> like what I do at all because my mum's a failed jazz singer. Oh, really? So she blames the children for having children for ruining. She's her failed. Career. She couldn't scat yeah. scat well enough. So then she comes along and just looks at me and goes, "No, nah, no, nah, not into it." <laughs>
And I go afterwards, I go, Mum, did you like it? Like to, in front of the audience. She's like, Oh, it was wonderful, darling. What was your favourite bit? Oh, you know, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mum never comes. The neck she's, she's made no attempt. Really? Yeah. No attempt to come down this year. I find that really. Oh, she's I, never come. She's come. I think she's seen me twice. Oh, ever. well, there you go. That's well, same as my mum. I think it's been three times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. She goes. I think it was. It took her about three or four years, I reckon, before she came. And I'd be like, "Any interest?" She's like, "Oh, maybe one day." You know, I'm like, "Yeah, okay." She's she's more like like I'll talk to her and go, "Oh, yeah, the show went really well." And she goes, "Oh, yeah." Um, what about? Uh, is there many jobs going around at the moment? Like, are you? <laughs> yeah. Is there any office work going around? My mum still refuses to believe that I can do something with this. Yeah. So there you go. She, uh, yeah, but she must be, uh, she sees you on TV and on radio and stuff like that. She's, mm. I mean, surely that's like a, at least a with validation. me. Yeah, like with me, it's like, I do a podcast and what is, what is that exactly? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. It's getting really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> what did, oh, what did my dad, I walked into my dad explaining it to someone one day. A podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did he call it again? I think he called it, I think he literally called it a cod pass. <laughs> <laughs> he was ex- explaining it to a cousin of mine and uh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's really good. Um so we mentioned before us on the road show together and um back to let's, Tommy. Let's bring this out. You you have a reputation especially on road show for being a bit of a bully. Is that unfair? No, oh yeah, actually, uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, complete, no, I'm an arsehole in real life. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with road you, shows. You've been, yeah, okay. you've, been on, <laughs> you've been on your best behaviour this festival, though. I think people have been commentating. Really? You, yeah. You've been, uh, everyone's oh, been waiting, only, waiting for a Simmons attack. No, no, it's the only one I really want to break is Dave Quirk. <laughs> that's on a yearly basis. I am going to try and, uh, I'm trying to, I'm going to try and wank down bloody Ronnie Chang. That's for sure. Wank down. I don't wank know down. what that means. It sounds like something you do. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, break him. Of, you want to break him. Bit of, him. Bit of uh, yeah, Changing. Yeah. He's but, too um, nice. Oh, he's wonderful, isn't he? Yeah, he's great. Oh, whereas whereas Quirk. Well, um, yeah, I, I have, I've, I've, I've gone easy on Quirk this season, but I, maybe I'm getting old. Yeah, I just can't I have, be bothered. I have noticed that you, 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 the last couple of years you've, you've toned it down. I'm busy this year though. I've got to do things during the day. Like it's, it feel it's all bit, it's become, look, it's, it's, it's such a joy to do all this, but now it's becoming like a job job, which is great. There's just certain things like sitting in front of the computer, having to write going, oh, really? Yeah. Quirk, we got into quite an argument, I guess, the other night with David Quirk because- mm. uh, You got into an argument. Well, I got in. Yeah, but you were, you were stoking the fires. Kind of, yeah. Um, he, because I said to someone, uh. He, Quirk uh, always asked me, when are you coming to see my show? When are you coming to see my show? Has he? Yeah. God, he's needy. I know, but then... about Quirk, though, but, you notice? Yeah, that, well, that was exactly what we're talking about. Cause I, that's why I give him shit. Yeah. yeah. He's like, when are you coming to see my show? And I'm like, you've never been to see one of my shows. But you ask me... unbelievable, isn't you it? you ask me every year... When... <laughs> it is Dave Quirk. He's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... I've I was... to shake him. I physically had a fight with this man. <laughs> Just I'm, always banging on about yeah, himself. He's very. I, I love him, but he's very selfish. And yes. this is what the argument was about. And we said <laughs> we were saying, yeah, look, uh, he was taking it up with me. I mean, what? What's the argument, man? I mean, you don't go and see this, my show. You don't come and see people's shows. You only see your own show. And I've just brought that up. It's just a fact. You can't argue against it. Just, and I know he would have said it as well, weirdly licking his lips and an angle, like, <laughs> looking up at you with his country mouth. Like, just, <laughs> just, you're Austra- he's got such an Australia mouth. Yeah, it just went around in circles. I know, him. because we were finished with the argument after two minutes. We were like, anyway, whatever. So then we start something else. And we're going, look, you're selfish. Get over it, blah, blah, blah. We go on to something else. <laughs> and then great. And then he would go, he would go yeah, but like t- three, four minutes later, yeah, but I'm not that selfish. It's not about me. And I'm like... We finished the conversation and you're still dragging it back to you. Of course you're selfish. We're talking about something else completely different. 
Yeah, well, I, I'm, I haven't seen his little gay play either. It's a sequel. It's a self-proclaimed sequel to what you did with him last year anyway, isn't it? Is that or? what he said? Yeah, how dare he? I wrote the last show. Yeah. <laughs> no, the um, he's uh, it's three gay plays in a row. Have you guys discussed this? No, we, with him we have. He's he's right. constantly exploring masculinity. It's he's bizarre, on the, isn't it? He's on a constant search for what it is to be a man. So he did the weird one, which was uh, the incident with me and Dave Quirk three years ago. Yeah. Went well, it was good. Yeah, it was Took really it to fun. Edinburgh. Really died fun. anyway. <laughs> horrible, really? had a horrible time there. Yeah, really, really bad. Do they not what? have masculinity over yeah. there to explore? We had on our second, uh, sorry, our final night. We just got through, lots of nanas walking out. Just people hated it. They just openly hated it. The lesbians from Dalesford pop in? They didn't pop in. Um, (laughs) And then on the final night, we had like a a rugby tour group. (laughs) But they weren't like young rugby fellas, which would have been in our favour maybe. They were 40 to 50-year-old men. And Dave and I looked at each other like, we're fucked. (laughs) They will hit us or they're just going to walk out. We performed so well that night that not only did we win them, that they stomped. This is after watching a very gay play, mind you, <laughs> celebrating masculinity and exploring it. They were stomping. They were stomping in their seats and yelling out more at the end of it. And we're like, wow. wow, we've made it. Anyway, never to do it again. Then next, uh, sorry, the next year, then Dave's rocked up to do Bunny, which is a serious piece. Yeah. Did you guys see Bunny? I didn't, know. Yeah, me either. I was going to see it because he kisses a man on the mouth, and yeah. I was going to see it for that, but then he changed it, so then I didn't want to see it. I was, right, well, there you go. He's up in the ante. He's done his serious piece. Got nominated for a Green Room Award for Best Acting. What? <laughs> anyway, then, okay, backs it up this year with a, sh- with a show called Mandate. Yeah. Him and Ben Bennett yeah. exploring masculinity over the dinner table. What the fuck? <laughs> Dave Quirk, what are you doing? <laughs> for, for any new listeners, uh, Quirk's been on the show a couple of times, so go back and listen to his uh, his previous episodes, and that'll catch you up on his character yeah. and what he's like. And he's know. nine in the mind. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a child. Yeah, he is. And he's very childlike. And people, uh, like they, they misinterpret that as brilliance in stand-up comedy. <laughs> like, he's always a genius, just some such uh, simplistic knowledge and it's his like, insights. You know like, no, he's stupid. You know what he is? He's like Peter Sellers in Being There of comedy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, the, the disabled guy that gets elected president of the United States. I remember I remember someone else <laughs> describing him once. He goes, oh, it's like Dave Hughes meets Daniel Kitson. I'm like, no, it's not in any way. So you guys got into a few scraps when you were, uh, when you were preparing your show, the incident? We did. We got into an actual physical fight once. Yeah. Who won? Uh, I think I did actually. <laughs> I, uh, look, we we I think we were the first to actually get on the board the uh, the Ronnie Cheng uh, train yes, as well. Yeah. We had Ronnie Cheng as a guest in that show three years ago before his big meteoric rise now. Um, and anyway, Dave and I would fight all the time. <laughs> and Ronnie came up, and this will sound racist, like it's Asian wisdom, but it was. It was his pure <laughs> Ronnie Cheng Asian wisdom. He said, "You know that what the problem is with you and Dave Quirk?" And we're like, "What?" And he goes. Sam, you care too much. Dave, you don't care enough. Oh, and then wow. Ronnie just went, Ronnie, go. And I just <laughs> walked away in a, in a puff of smoke with a cape. He, it was calls, just like, he calls his own actions after he talks. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that amazing? Like he's that's, Inspector Gadget. His wisdom was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It was. It's whether I was caring too much and Dave just didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, there you go. But yeah, we, we, did, we did punch on and that's fine. That's, that, that means passionate and that uh, passion in, a, uh, uh, it would be in a relationship, in a working relationship. I'm sure you guys have had arguments. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's just what happens. Yeah, we both don't care enough. I think. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah. it's, it's if you don't have that top attention in any relationship. God, my girlfriend and I, we punch on. Yeah, yeah. You punch not on. Like a, no, not in a, like a really physical way, but we're very. We wrestle a lot. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. 
I've got a massive, I can't show, I've got a massive bruise on my inner thigh. She'll just kick me. It's great. I with, love passion. I think it's good. With Quirk, like when you were doing that, uh, uh, when you were doing your show, he used to, like I'd talk to him every night and go, yeah, oh, yeah, Sam was just berating me tonight for like 10 minutes and like hitting me and stuff. And I'd, and no. I'd, just, and I'd just be saying, no, 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 this is I'd, just, quirk. I'd just be saying, oh, what, why are you doing this, Sam? What, what, why? And we're like, oh man, if you don't know why he's punching you, that's the reason. <laughs> You're just being a dick. You're going, oh. No, why? no, no. Look, it was one. It was one. It was one violent moment. The rest was because we wrestle in the show physically anyway, so it did get physical. But no, it was just one violent. Moment. I wasn't punching him every night. That sounds wrong. <laughs> I think that festival. Uh, the best story I heard about you was you were at the Hi-Fi Bar one night, and there was a guy in the top bar that just everyone said just stank, just reeked of bo. And you've pulled out a can of deodorant from your Fire bag around. and just sprayed him with it. Yeah, it's not good, man. I've, no, I've, I've got funny. a lot of things to, I should apologise for <laughs> in, the, in the community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now that you say that at the start about how uh, uh, you know comedians, some comedians mightn't like you, I'm starting to think of all the, the things I've enjoyed over the years of what you've done to other comedians, <laughs> so that's starting to make sense. Instead of like sitting in some you know green room whispering to someone, oh, yeah, I don't rate this guy, you're more of a guy of... Seeing someone on stage and going, boo, bad comedy, boo. Well, you've got to stand up for what you believe in. And when I see something that's, uh, when, I, when I'm sitting next to a misogynist, there's uh, <laughs> no, do you know what I mean though? Like there is certain, there's, I, I've definitely got comedy morals. And when I see stuff that I don't agree with, and that's basically pub comedy, uh, I'm not talking about soft belly or spleen, whatever, but like, you know, real brutal, and I have to say it, comedy club. Is it comedy club? What's that thing in North Melbourne? That oh, they'll never ask the me comics to. Lounge. Never ask me to that type of thing. But I have been. They hit there. you up on Twitter and recently. I'm, I saw. They yeah, asked no, you. I have watched some stuff, and I just go, nah, not not for me. It's just not for me. Yep. And yeah, I've got my morals about that type of stuff. So they can get shitty at me about having my, my props and my my little soundtracks and stuff. <laughs> I can get shitty about them and having their little bloody racist vagina rants. <laughs> You started an award a couple of years ago. That's how much. That's how deep your mind. Well, I wanted are. to get back into that. It's just uh, actually that really might sh- that should come back this it year. It should definitely come back this yeah, year. Yeah, actually, I'm going to reignite that. I'm admit, I'm going to say it right here and now. The yes. Johnsy's coming. Oh, can we tell the, the Johnsy Can we tell the story? I don't think we've told that story before. The Johnsy. The Johnsy Award. The Johnsy Award. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Actually, it's coming back. Okay. I, I promise you. It's do you coming want to announce the, the nominees the, right the, now? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's tell the story. Thousand bucks on the line. Yeah, I'm going to. No, we'll do it later on. I don't know who they be. I've got to think about. I need to talk to Talia. Let's tell the story first. The story is that. Uh, I was sitting in the Portland Hotel after a gig, mm-hmm. and uh, there's, you know, in the Melbourne Comedy Festival, there's a lot of flying, there's a lot of hardcore flying. You got to use anything you got to get people into the show. Now there was a flyer for one certain comedy company. Yeah. Um, can't that, name them. No, can't no. name them. Um, a desperate flyer. He, they were flying me for a show, uh, and they said, "Come and see this guy. He has done this. He's done this. He's also been nominated for the Johnsy Award." <laughs> <laughs> and I and being a comic, I know what the awards are, and I know that's not an award. And I said, "What? What did you just say?" And he goes, "The the Johnsy Award." And I went, "What? The Johnsy Award?" And he goes, "Are you a comic?" And I said, "Yes." And he went, "All right," and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's, oh, look, oh, and he made up. Let's be clear. He made up an award to make yeah. it sound impressive. So I was then, really shitty about it when he told me as yeah. well. I was like, "That's just disgusting behaviour." But yeah. then you turned it into an actual award. Yeah. You you put you photocopied a list of nominations. You guys were nominees. Yes. That year yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And that ironically, that comic that we're talking about wasn't a nominee, which is a shame. No. Considering the flyer was already spruiking him. Well, also it was for best independent or well, Melbourne independently uh, produced yes. act as well. Yes. And went to Oliver Clark. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. who I saw the other night, just he's just hanging around. Is he back? He's working for Man with a Van. 
Oh, right, the people that... Puts on a great show. Right. Yeah. yeah, he does. <laughs> Just move all the chairs around the, the venue. <laughs> Jeez, that'd be great in a velour suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a friend of the show, Oliver Clark. He was, he's actually done our voiceovers for our live show. Yeah. 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 He's wonderful. Yeah. I believe the Johnsy, the, 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 it was announced uh, at the final night party at the Hi-Fi Bar. Yeah, we just stopped the band playing. While, yeah, while a cabaret act was on stage. <laughs> oh, did you and really? you were wrapped it, and it wasn't even you. You got someone else to do it, and you're like, this is exactly how the Johnsy should happen. Yeah. While no one's paying attention to it. Yeah. There's, oh, there's, my God, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. remember it I was, was trying to remain completely anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. We've, we've really <laughs> fucked that up. You were talking big. You were to, you were saying that you were going to get, like, Will and your management that. company to donate, to put heaps of money well, into it, and it was going to come back email went year. around. I didn't hear anything back. <laughs> but you bring it, you've said on the record you're bringing it back this year. Yeah, it's definitely coming back. The so Dave Quirk Memorial Johnsy Award. Oh. There'll be a list of six uh, six nominees. We'll find out about them over the next uh, When's it going to come hours. out? It's got to be Probably soon. Thursday. 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 Give me some time. Give I'm, me some I'm busy. Time. Now I'm I'm on my way to soccer. We talked about this just before we started the show, but uh, you've got some concerns over the international comedians this year. Yeah, they Sam. did this bloody big. Uh, oh, Sunday in Melbourne was like probably the most beautiful day I've experienced mm. being a human being in the sunshine. It was great. How beautiful that was, was it? Yeah, yeah. It was very nice. It was a corker. Especially anyway. this time of year when you're thinking, no, this is it, we're done for sunshine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just beautiful. And I bumped into one of the most beautiful men um, that I've met uh, in comedy, a guy, oh, I've got a burp inside me trying to come out. Anyway, there'll be a vomit burp soon. Uh, Carlina <laughs> Hackner, who's a Swedish magician slash idiot, and I love him. I love him to death. He's just funny. I have to go in and preset my show because I've got all my fucking seagulls and stuff. Carlina's in there setting up his weird card tricks and shit. And I said to Carl, I said, what are you doing in here? How Because he takes a long time to set up his show. I said, you should be out there in the sunshine. He goes, yeah, yeah, all the, all the international." I won't do his accent, but anyway, all the internationals are going off to play soccer. And I was like, oh, right, okay. And he goes, yeah, yeah, they didn't really uh, tell me until too late. And I, like Carl kind of explained it that he was an afterthought being a part of the internationals. When I say the internationals, I mean the, uh, the what do you call them, the English and the Irish, <laughs> right? That's it. They exclude everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because Carl's a European. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, not allowed right. in there. Poor little Nordic, little IKEA fella. <laughs> and um, anyway, so they, they've organised this big soccer match, and no one else was invited. And I just think there's a bit of they come over here and they steal our women and our awards <laughs> and our hearts, and then go play their little game of soccer. I don't yeah. know. It's a They're shame. All snobby. They're a bit snobby. It's a shame because I, uh, yeah, I mean. All the Australians, we're, we're playing a game today. Well, I didn't know about that until you just mentioned <laughs> to me then as well. Well, You're it's the all, Carolina Hackner, get, the Carolina Hackner of Melbourne. Yeah, absolutely. I never get invited to stuff. <laughs> and I know I'm an arsehole, but I'm a nice guy. And I support people. I, John's the award. <laughs> <laughs> do you play soccer? Are you into it? I can't do it now. I've got to go work. But, yeah. yeah, but do you play? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just want to be invited. You just want to be invited. Yeah, 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 you want to be part of something. You want to be part it's of It's a shame because uh, the other night, because like, I've been very conscious of it this year, I'm aware that there's like internationals who play soccer. I'm very much into soccer. I want, I want to play with the internationals. I've been going up to them individually going, so is there any game on this week or anything? And they're just and like, they're, oh. Well, they're weeds. Oh, and they're yeah. not letting you know. No, no. Yeah, but who oh, are you? Who are you to, like, to think that you deserve, a, you know, to be in with that gr- that game? That is not fair. That is so not fair. They, <laughs> yeah. are, they think they're so good, especially that bloody whimsical bully crew. <laughs> the ones are all floaty coloured pencils and bloody crayons drawing circles and talking about, you know, bloody teapots and doilies. <laughs> I'm, I'd love to name names. I would well, love to name names. This little little shit crew 
little English shit crew of bloody pen, colouring in pencils and sh- oh, just they just shit me to tears. Name names, go especially on. when they loiter, even in the hi-fi bar in the corner. Well, it was just one... give you a little look like oh, maybe we should talk to you. No, <laughs> does he deserve our time? Well, there's one bloke I who can I draw a perfect circle with a crown. <laughs> Fuck off. I was, and I... then I died. Uh... <laughs> I was talking to uh, the, the great Daniel Kitson. He was talking about... Um, I wasn't talking about Daniel no, Kitson, was I'm, I? No. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But I am. I am. I've got a new story. Okay. Um, I was talking to him and uh, I was talking about the soccer and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll invite you along. And then he goes, I'll, I'll grab your number. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. And I could just see him just going, beep, boop, beep. That's not my number. <laughs> that's not my number going into your phone. Oh, no. That's not nice. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I didn't get the nice. call. I didn't get the call. Oh, so, yeah. Poor Carl. It's just me with all the open well, mic. Of, it's all right. It's Carl pretty boring Ina anyway. Chandler. They just sit around yeah. and, you know. Poor Carl Ina Chandler. Uh, Knitting and slow cooking. It's, maybe it's, it's only five star in the Guardians that get to play in mm. this game or something. I don't yeah. Know. Well, I was invited. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> you, uh... That was less interesting. I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> uh, end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about this, about what you've been doing during the day, during the festival, or is that under wraps? Yeah, Can I can't we... go into mega detail about it, but I am doing a, uh, I'm doing a project with Neighbours. <laughs> Oh, this is so exciting! Yeah, I keep seeing all these retweets and stuff on Twitter. Look, it's one of the most. Uh, it's one of the only times I've gone yes, like emphatically to a commercial. Um, well, just to something commercial. Yeah, the, fa- the the ability, and I can't really go into detail about what I'm doing, but the, oh, the I, I, I'm able to basically molest an Australian icon, <laughs> and I could not say no. I just could not say no. This is going to be so much Who, fun. Bindi? There are, not going there to, are, no, Neighbours is the icon. I don't mean unless yeah, someone okay, on the show. I don't mean there are me and Toadie are going to get weird. <laughs> there are a lot of seagulls moving into Ramsey Street. Look, it's not, look, it's gonna, look I'm not going to – I can't go into it, but it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I really cool. hope it works. I've got a good feeling about it, though. And it's a really, it's a really absurd choice that, that they've made to, to let me do it as well, and it's so cool. So like, it's not just how you. How adventurous are they that they're going to get like an Australian absurdist? Yeah. One that has another, doesn't have a massive profile, but the ability to do something pretty weird with the cast of Neighbours is like, oh, you guys think uh, outside the box, which is awesome. So it's not just you making some cameo. It's bigger than that, is it? Yeah. Wow. It's great. It's really, really exciting. So I'm working on that at the moment. Like I um, I head out to... Um, None of wadding? Yeah, like at least uh, twice a week at the moment and it's pretty weird. It's weird and they're all into it. Like and they're uh, all into yeah, it. The cast, are, the cast are just sensational. They're fans? Do they, know, like, do they know your stuff? Have they been to your shows? Uh, no, uh, a couple of them do. Right. Um, but no, not... Susan not Susan would be into it. Susan Kennedy. I Look, I can't... You know what? I, I can't actually... We can't do this Really? Shit. We just can't do it yet. Yeah, no. Wow. I know, I have to yeah. shut it down, guys. Yeah, I, I, wanna... I know it sounds really weird, but I, I just don't want to scare some of them off just in case they do hear something. Yeah. Because oh, I'm not, yeah, anyway. What if you are. Uh... I'm not going to besmirch you, neighbours. It's going to be all right. What if you get, uh, what if you get the, the, the Dalesford lesbians, if they get them a cameo on neighbours? That'd be great. What if they all moved into Ramsey? He can't Street? say too much. Why not? That'd be good. <laughs> all I'll say good. is one, there is one house in neighbours on the corner block that's never been lived in. Someone's moving in. <laughs> <laughs> This oh. summer. <laughs> <laughs> let's end the podcast now because I just want to hear what's actually going on. <laughs> um, let's talk about this quickly to wrap up. I, uh, listeners will know I've, uh, I've got new housemates. Uh, I was living with, uh, it was me and my girlfriend and then uh, a girl and she's moved out and now a couple have moved in and uh. bit of a bit of a weird shift in the house going on where because it was me Because you've got like a labourer. That's it. Yeah. That's what's happened. Right. Because it was me and two girls, I was by default the alpha male of yeah, the house. The anti-Dasselone. Yeah. And now there's a labourer in there and it's sort of, it's it's brought me down a couple of perches <laughs> and it's weird. I'm not, I'm not handling it. To be fair, I reckon some of the girls that lived in the house would have been more... 
Alpha than you. Well, I mean, so. I said by default, by right. pure default. Right. And the other thing is our, our old housemate was like a bit shit with like the dishes and stuff like that. But these new guys are great. Like they're, they're washing their plates as they're eating off them pretty much. Like they're insane. Oh, that'll, that'll stop. You're in yeah, the honeymoon period. Yeah, maybe, but now it's it's made like you was you know you were saying to me ages ago every house needs a bad guy. Yeah, and I was fine with this girl being in our house because it was like just taking the heat off how shit I am. Yeah, I feel like I'm exposed now. I feel yeah. like there's nowhere else to run. We got a labourer. The girl does like um, a lot of uh, sewing and stuff, so she's really handy. So she's like, you know, my girlfriend ripped her dress, so. Our housemates like repairing it and stuff. And what have I got? I got nothing. Well, when you said that the other girl was the bad guy in the house, I did feel sorry for, you know, the house because if you're not the bad guy in yeah. the house, then she must have been pretty shit. But now I am. I got nowhere to hide. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I could, I could get, a yeah. Get, get a skill. Yeah. Get a skill. Grow up. Quilting. Yeah. Maybe offer, quilting or darning. If I offer them tickets to my show, is that enough? Make jam. <laughs> jam. Jam. Any, yeah. any ye olde craft. Yeah. Maybe I need to do that. I've got a PlayStation. They can use that when they want. Is that enough? No. <laughs> Just get a craft. Like little pickled people. Remember them? No. Tire swans. Remember tire swans? <laughs> Are, these things? For that. Are these things? They're real things. Really? You should know. You're from bloody West Wyalong, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what a tire swan is? You know, at the front of no. like houses, you have like the, an old car tire that someone's folded into a swan, like cut it in a certain I've way. I've never heard of that. Really? Have you? Nah. Wow. People out there will know what I'm talking about. Right. There are swans, and you paint them white, and you turn into a tire swan. It's a little crafty thing. A lot of little gumnut people with googly eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know That's that. That's a craft. Yeah. yeah. That type of thing. Just get a craft. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I could, yeah, I should take up something Yeah, yeah. Like that. Reclaim your alpha status in the house by making gumnut babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty confronting. It's really confronting. Or learning to cook. If I learn to cook really well, yeah. that yeah. could be something. That's that always something. Skill anyway. Because I'm not even in the house, like, doing festival every night. I'm not even around. I've got no, I've got nothing. I, yeah, I like it. It feels like you're. Like just forever in TAFE or something that you're you're living like someone that's in TAFE, <laughs> just like, just moved out of your mum and dad, and you, you're still learning accounting or whatever certificate two. I like TAFE for life. <laughs> yeah. I like TAFE for life. You know that Dasso? Yeah, he's a little bit TAFE. <laughs> he's still a bit TAFE. <laughs> you were telling me once about uh, you had a housemate that you would pull pranks on all the time. Oh, lovely Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've done awesome things to him over the years. Yeah. I bumped into an old housemate that reminded me of my um, an incident, which I've talked about before, but it doesn't come up often. Um, we ran out of toilet paper in the house and I used a slice of bread <laughs> and I like, had to argue this. Had to argue this for, like, just, for, for years I've had to argue as to why I used a slice of bread, which was pretty okay to do, I yep. think. Um, I, yeah. This happens to me regularly. I'll be in. Really? A, I'll be in a public toilet. But why did you have to argue? Like who? You obviously went out and told someone about it, or did you replace it back in the loaf? Or what, <laughs> why did you? Well, I, I said. Well, Darren said there's no toilet paper left. I said, yeah, I know. And he goes, what did you do? And I, and I said, I used a slice of bread. <laughs> and he's like, you what? And I said, no, it makes sense because I use the crust. <laughs> oh, it's right. Soft on one side, my yeah, finger yeah. wouldn't tear through, and it just flushed away. <laughs> oh, the cr- oh, of course, the crust at the end. There's of the nothing loaf. wrong with it. Yeah, no one right. likes the crust. Did it flush? Yeah, well, it did after a while. It did yeah, floating yeah, yeah. at the top and then... Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but um, this, anyway, it works. This happens to me regularly. I'll be in a public bathroom and there'll be no toilet paper and mm. I'm forced to just go through my wallet and use like old receipts that yeah. I've been keeping for tax purposes and that's <laughs> or why... Or you get a bit of the toilet cartridge, the roll, and fold it in a certain way yeah. and kind of like use it like a spoon. Like, it's just not cool. I've been... A sock? I've, I take, I've taken a sock. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I took, well, I didn't then you keep the sock and threw it in the bin. Yeah. I've done that. a lot of it in the in the country. Like, my mum and dad live on a farm. So I've done a lot of walking through the bush and going, oh, gum leaves. 
Mm. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that's that's the natural way. Well, this is this ties into sort of what I was talking about before when we were on Roadshow together and uh, and and you and I had a bit of a tumultuous relationship for the week that we were away. I think you think it was tumultuous. It was fun for me. It was, well, it you was were, fun. Well, you, were, you were a pre-quirk. Yeah, You were just warming exactly, up on you yeah. for quirk. Well, because I, I, like you, like you would say to people, if anyone wants to prank me during my set, Go ahead and do it. Like I want someone to fuck me up while I'm on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and you would harass me, and everyone else would go. You got to get him back. You got to do something. And you told us a story one day about. Oh you. my god. Yeah. About so this is a very poo based podcast. Yeah. Well, we've led into it. Um, about you one night being out uh, at a nightclub and yeah. needing to go to the toilet. Yeah. Do you well, want to? I, I like the idea of, a... of you being in a nightclub to start with. Yeah. yeah. This is years ago. Right. Yeah. Years ago. Quite inebriated and uh, left the nightclub. Um, didn't want to do a poo in the nightclub, essentially because the toilets were filthy. Started walking home, was heading toward Albert Park. <laughs> Hiccup, sorry. And um, anyway, uh, I just had to relieve. I just I had to I had to come out, so I stopped. I stopped in a park. And uh, anyway, I was really out of it. I won't go into what was going on, but I was pretty not right. Anyway, and there was just this one song going through my head. <laughs> You know when you just get a song in your head? You know yeah. like at a really like in a re- like really horrendous part of your life or something? Or say you're just about to be in a car crash and a weird song goes on in your head. Have you, <laughs> have you ever had that before? Yeah, every time I'm almost in mean? a car crash, yeah. No, like when I was a kid and well, mum was going to give before... me a spank, yeah. I'd get this really warped like version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> going through my head. Like that was my safety plan. So like, Anyway, so I was in this park off my tits having a shit on the grass and just all that was going in my head was right in the night. Ding, 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 no, ding, you told me it was right. Rhythm of the Night. No, it was Jam and Spoon, Right oh, in the it? Night. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was that. You told me it was Rhythm of the no, Night. No, it was definitely Right in the Night. Okay. Uh, did you not play the right song? No, I played, yeah, anyway, we'll get oh, to maybe that. maybe I just agreed. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so, that, yeah, I, I told you this story and then you... Um, you, you told me in. this story and then, yeah, and, and you, you were saying you had to wipe your ass with a leaf and final night... Of, of the of the tour, you're on stage. I've got now Techie during the day to download that song that you had been uh, having running through your head. Halfway through, you said it comes booming over the speakers. Yeah. You look around and go, oh, no. And I've gotten everyone else on, on the bill to get all the toilet paper from the venue and we just stood in the wings just piving <laughs> rolls of toilet paper at you in front of like a 1,000 people in Alice Springs. And the beauty of it was... Awesome to us, but baffling to a crowd. Yeah. And then you had to no, try not and... No, really. It was in my set. So well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, you then had to oh, give yeah. the context and explain. Go, oh, I was off my tits in a park doing a shit. And <laughs> the people of Alice Springs are just going, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think they liked it. But it was fun. It was a fun moment. It was a fun moment. It was a, yeah. You, I felt like you were really proud of me. I got to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of the Dum Dum Club for another week. Sam Simmons, thanks so much for hey, joining thanks us. Thanks for having me. It's the first time I've ever done it. Yeah. I'd love to do it again. Yeah, so, we'd love to have you back. Uh, you are, where are you off after this, after the Comedy Festival? Where can people I'm catch go, you? I'm going to go, I don't know, uh, Wadding. Okay. <laughs> you can see Nana Sam Wadding, loitering around Nana Wadding in You Aaron's can see bar. Sam on Channel 11 maybe soon. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Send us an email, littledumdumclub at gmail.com. On Twitter, at Dum Dum Club. We've got a Facebook page. And we will see you next time. See you, mate. Hey, sister.